Ready for the word? Yes, sir. All right. Hold somebody's hands with you. Let's say this together. Our Father, Father. in the name of your Son, Jesus, Jesus. we receive revelation revelation. that is found in Christ alone. There is no confusion. There is no contradiction. There is no no error error. in this atmosphere. We behold you as we see ourselves in you. Your name alone alone is glorified glorified. as we we I edify. Amen. Amen. All right, Habakkuk 2, 14. Habakkuk 2, verse 14, section, we are in another section. <laughs> we are in another section. Habakkuk 2, verse 14, let's look at it together. Let's read it together, I'll wait for you. As if some of you are still looking through your Bibles, where is Habakkuk again? Habakkuk 2, verse 14. Are you here? All right, one, two, ready, go. Shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover. So we said, this is what God's plan. So God's plan is that the earth will be filled with the glory of the Lord, just as the waters covers the sea. So the glory of the Lord will fill the earth. So we said. That this is God's plan. And for us to know what God's plan means, we are seeing it in the scriptures. He said, the earth, and we saw it in the last session, that the earth is, is the Lord, right? Even the Bible made us to understand that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. So if the earth is the Lord, the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, just as the waters covers the sea. So the glory of God is that God with tabernacle in the earth. Tabernacle in the earth means God will make his dwelling place on the earth. God wants to make his dwelling place in the earth. I mean the whole earth. When I mean the whole earth now, I mean Rochester. I mean Bronx, New York, Manhattan, right? I mean, uh, which other place is in New York again? Queens, you know, um, Buffalo, Syracuse, Bathava, Canadigua. Okay. The glory of the Lord is that God wants to tabernacle in the whole head. And the whole head refers to even your house. He wants to dwell in your house. He wants to dwell in your neighbor's house. He wants to dwell in your friend's house, your family's house, your sibling's house. He wants to dwell there. So the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. And how will that be done? I told you, I said, God wants to partner with man to fulfill that plan. So he wants to partner with you and I to fulfill the plan. So for God's will to be done, he needs man to do it. So let me tell you the truth. Eh? Just like, you know, how we used to say, Oh God, I need you. God, you say, God, I need you. 
<laughs> That's what she said. God, oh Lord, I just need you. God, too, you say. Me too. I need you. <laughs> that is the truth. Just like you, have, you, you, you need God. You want God to, to help you to do everything. God is just saying, hey God, I wish that Brokkoridi would just step up and just do it. God wants the whole earth to be filled with his glory. And he needs you and I to do it. He cannot do it himself. Now, the question will be, and we answered that question in the last session, we said, can he just wake up in the morning and just say, let's say tomorrow morning now, all of us just hear a voice, like I'll be watching my TV, just like we are hearing the voice now. We just hear, from this voice now that we are hearing, we just hear. You should just call your names. You know, God can call everybody's name at once. The whole, how many billion people are on there? Maybe 14 billion people. Are we, are we 14 billion people on there? What's the population on there? 200 billion? Right? 7 billion. Well, no, we are more than 7 billion. We are more than 7 billion. 7. Eh? 8 billion? We are not even much for me. It's I'm sure. You know, in the in the four gospels and in the and in the book of Acts, they were counting in thousands. Right? I was explaining something to these guys on Sunday and I said they were counting in thousands. Now in their minds, millions would be like, eh? Because the whole head is in thousands there. So in their mind they will not be able to they cannot relate to what millions is or billions is. Now, you know, zillions in your mind now is like, what is zillion? It's your children, children, children that will, that will, that will get used to zillion. You, you don't understand what zillion is. What zillion? Zillion does not exist. Because it is still, this head is healed. I'm saying it again. Before there will be a maranatha. So, if your friend is telling you Maranatha, just be praying for the person. <laughs> are you about to go? <laughs> what what kind of dreams are you having? Ask the person. Ah, brother, sit down. Let's talk. Are you have you been seeing yourself in a pit? <laughs> Mara is not time. Are you getting me? So, like I said, now the question will be: Is the whole earth today filled with the glory of God? Obviously no. <laughs> United States of America is still not here filled. We should not deceive ourselves. United States of America is not filled. It's not. So there's still work to be done. Till United States of America is filled. All the countries in the heads. I think there are about 196 countries in the heads today. The 196 countries all believe Jesus. That is when Marawita. <laughs> that is when Jesus will come again. Now the question will be: can it happen today that the old heads can be filled between now and the next 10 years? Why not? That is why we are studying this. That's why God will want us to hear this now. Is it possible that your whole school has experienced a revival? Why not? 
Is it possible? In Rochester today, there's 202,000 people in Rochester here. Is it possible that the old 202,000 people is saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, strengthened? Yes. You know why? It has happened before. In this same city of Rochester, in the 1830s, a man called Charles Finney and Father Nash came to this city. And the priest, they had a revival. It's just called Rochester Revival, Rochester New York Revival of the 1830s. The priest and 60,000 people were in population in this city then. And the old 60,000 were saved. It had, history had it to say that if you go to Walmart in the 1830s then, when Father Nash and Charles Finney was in this city, because they, they, the revival lasted for a year, you'll be, you be saying, praise the Lord, hallelujah, we'll meet you in church tomorrow. How about that? That was what happened. You know, police will be just be in their office playing Ludo. Uh, or playing Candy Crush because there will be no crime to sort out. Everybody will be decently, working decently and in order. Are you seeing it? There will be no police to be giving you ticket if you drive red because they will be thinking in their mind, ah, everybody is safe now. You know? If I thought they will see you, they say, ah, ah, we saw in church last yesterday. Ah, ah, sister, you led us in prayer. Ah, 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 sister. I will give you this ticket. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you'll be joyful to receive that kind of ticket. So they, hey, I can never be joyful with that ticket. <laughs> you know, it happened before. I mean, I don't know of your own city, but where God lives. <laughs> where, you know, God is living currently in this place. Yes, you, I don't know about your own city. Maybe the devil is living there. I don't know, but where God is living here, <laughs> it has happened here before. So it shows to us, you know, that's a template that it can happen again. Now, guys, do you know something? We are still mentioning his name till tomorrow. Charles Finney. A man called John Gilly preached in a city in England and for 100 years in that city, they were not selling liquor. That if they come, they say, ah, a man preached to even people that were not born, they heard the story that, ah, the reason why they don't sell liquor in our city is because 100 years ago, a man did revival in this city and since then, nobody had the infantry to sell liquor in this place. Now, stories and generations of men have happened. Now, that's just a few. A whole lot more has happened. A whole lot more has happened. And it is a template that God wants to use you to make it happen. Why are we having this meeting? This, why, what is the essence of this conference? God wants to partner with you. To fulfill his plan and purpose on it. That's it. God wants to partner with you. To fill the earth with his glory. I told you. A man called Chasphine. Preached in this city I am in. And this entire city. The whole everybody was saved. Everybody. 
You've heard of stories of Billy Graham. They used to say it's the American greatest evangelist. He shook the entire head, not just the United States alone, the entire head. There was virtually no country he didn't preach in. And mighty people were saved. How? Because God partnered with him to fulfill his plan on earth. And I know that's what God wants to do with us in this meeting. And I know that after this meeting, you will see it. That God is partnering with you to fulfill his plan and purpose on earth. So we said, the glory of the Lord will fill the whole earth just as the waters covers the sea. So the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. And I said, it's by man partnering with God to preach the gospel. So we see, how is God going to subdue the earth? We said, through the seed of the woman, he's going to subdue the earth through the seed of the woman. So by him subduing the earth, he is going to deal with sin. He's going to deal with sin. So in God's new man, in God's new creation, the man in Christ is born to trample and tread upon this devil. The man in Christ is born again or born to trample and subdue the devil. So our work is to replenish. Our work is to multiply. Replenish means to fill. Our work is to multiply, that is to increase. So that shows, as a Christian, you must increase. Say, I'm increasing. I'm increasing. Say, I'm increasing. I'm increasing. I'm increasing daily. I'm increasing daily. Because that's God's plan. So God's plan is that when Tony here is saved, Tony must multiply herself. She must fill the earth. Are you seeing it? So that means in Genesis 1 verse 28 when he says, and God blessed them and he says, subdue the earth, be blessed, multiply, replenish and fill the earth. He wasn't talking about physical procreation. No! <clears throat> physical procreation wasn't God's intent. God's intent has always been Habakkuk 2.14. That the earth will be filled with the glory. So that shows when you give birth to people, the reason why you give birth is so that they will be saved, changed, filled, right? Multiply themselves and do God's will. So that's why we now had the president of Abraham, right? He transferred it to his son, Isaac, Jacob. Are you seeing it? Joseph. Because that is God's plan. So God's plan is for the earth to be filled with the glory of God. That's God's plan. So, we have to be fruitful. We have to multiply. Multiply means to increase. Replenish means to fill. So, we have to fill the entire place. You know, what fills the atmosphere now in the United States of America today, one of the most predominant conversations in the United States of America today is the LGBT community's conversation. I don't know if you noticed. That's what is predominant now. Is it that something is going wrong with them or something is going something is happening? Is it that they are celebrating one Pride Day or one 
something or the government is not giving them attention or they are not collecting funds or <laughs> one thing is just happening they are just on the news every time do you know that's filling the entire place and that's the devil working see guys if you have listened to what i thought on what does the devil really want i told you in that message i said god the devil doesn't want to be known so he hides in things and men and places to carry out his operations the devil doesn't want to be known so when you see certain activities prevailing that's why you see young people today they are so distracted a lot of young people like me me i'm still very young i'm 13 you know hallelujah i don't want to grow old so i'm still 13. so a lot of young people like me they just get distracted TikTok is now our number one distraction. Now, is social media wrong? No. Social media is not wrong. It has done good to us. We can communicate with people far, you know. We can reach several people, right? I mean, we can keep in touch with one another. Without social media, some of us will not be here, right? Nobody will tell some of you to come for this meeting, this and that. Are you getting one of these? Social media is not wrong. But you know, the Bible says the devil is the god of this world. He knows how to use those things to fulfill his plan, his own agenda. So that's why you see, as one trend is finished and that one is coming immediately, he doesn't wait. As one, as they are finishing, you know, the latest, the one that is really nice, or there you, there you. Everybody's dancing that one now. Wait, hold on, give it another one month. You know, before it was Ashake before. Now, Ashake is, Ashake has just dropped small. Or they was come very soon now. The one that was really one time, ah, fans me my bunny. I don't know why I like that one very well. <laughs> means help me. <laughs> now, different different trains are just coming. So everybody is. It's like if you have not jumped on one trend, you are left out. All of you notice. You have some friends that ah immediately after they just ah they want to quickly do TikTok video. I want to, and now that's a trend. That's the devil filling certain places. Now see guys, if we are not careful, <laughs> you know TikTok is not going to be forever. Oh, hope you know. You know there was a time Facebook was ringing. It has died now. Not most of you don't use Facebook again. I remember when I opened Facebook. I think 2007. I mean, yeah, it was 2007. That's when Facebook came. 2007, 2008. Ah, I was. I went to Cyber Cafe to open it. <laughs> Cyber Cafe. Me and my friend. My friend. My friend. What's your password? This we set it up. And I said, ah ah. As I got to school the next day, I went to boost. I said, guys, I'm on Facebook. I said, you're on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. I said, that was that. I said, that's that. I went to Boots. I said, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> now, some of you don't even use Facebook again. Right? Then, Facebook was our trophy. We would do SOP. 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 We say SOP, you. SOP, SOP. S-U-P. SOP. <laughs> then, to go now, okay. We left Facebook. We ran into to go again. 
Then two go ended. We came to WhatsApp. Now WhatsApp is dying. The reason why WhatsApp is dying is because your parents are dead. Because they are family group chat. You need this way your your WhatsApp man because of family group chat. Now these days, now what is changing is that your Snapchat where you can be having disappearing message. And now WhatsApp has quickly done it so that you don't leave, so that don't disappearing message. You can send message now twenty four hours if you disappear. <laughs> so you, everybody's now using um Snapchat or Instagram. Doesn't I don't. Just communicate with me publicly, you know, just um, communicate with me. So everybody's now using um, Instagram now and TikTok. That's the trending one, especially TikTok. Hold on, another one is coming. <laughs> it's not stopping anytime soon. And you know what? It's because the devil is busy. I, but you know what? He's busy, but he's engaging us with his own busy. We should be the one dealing with him. One trend comes, you jump into it. One trend comes, you jump into it. Ah, ah. Your life, your life is so your life is about wind. So as the wind just blow, you don't follow. So if the wind blow you this way, then you don't go. <laughs> that is how some people's life. Ah. As the wind just blow, you just, hey, everybody is ready to order what there you do you go. Ah, they finish that one again. You go to this one. You don't know that that's how the devil is controlling you. So later, when you say they are pressing you in the night, you don't know when you're dancing or doing. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> so, we we have to we have to understand the dynamics of the times we are in. If we don't see the dynamics and the seasons of the times we are in, it's as though the devil is working extra hard. I was teaching the series, working in the spirit. I'm not done with it. I'm going to continue it after the after the meeting. I, and, I was, and, and in the course of the series, I heard that even in colleges today now, the devil is handing over certificate to people. People now study courses that are demonized. And I was shocked. So the devil is now in school. You know, now, I, I just told you in the, in the last session, I said that in California now, they are doing classes where you can determine your sex, your, your, your sexual... Uh, orientation, where you should pick whether which side you belong to, whether I'm, <laughs> whether I, I I choose to continue the dike I'm going, or I decide to revert, <laughs> go back to, <laughs> you know, that can, and you know, you know, you know, for this thing, because it is legalized, we are not seeing the fact that the devil has a part to play, so you are just seeing it as normal, it's normal, Joe. What is there is normal. No, it's not normal. Why is um why is um church or Bible service or Bible classes not being legalized in schools? Are, are you getting what I'm saying? Most courses safe. I, I found out that in, in more recent research, I found out that most uh, religious courses they are taking it out a lot in this in the curriculum of schools. Go do the research. I found out recently that they are taking a lot of... There was a class I took in school then. Um, I think that was Introduction to the New Testament. It's barely, it's barely in any school now. That course is barely in schools Because I remember the next semester they took it away. Because I wanted to do another elective to add to my course again. They said the course is no more offered again in the school. So... It's as though the devil is working extra hard and we, we are just sitting down and 
All we are just doing is flipping our phone and swiping, 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 swiping. You know, we can be on TikTok for two hours. I'm guilty of it too. You just swiping, 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 swiping. Ha ha. You just swiping, 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 swiping. It's, it's ridiculous. But that's not God's plan. You know, we can use that social media to preach the gospel. We can use that social media to share God's word. Right? Now, I'm not saying you should go to your social media and have a day. Hello, guys. This is the word, for the word of the Lord for you today. This is like that. No, don't worry. No, you don't have to do that. <laughs> so, God's plan and God's project for the new creation will be seen in the plan. So, he said we should replenish. We should multiply the earth. We should fill the earth with his glory. And how does he intend to do this? How? He's going to do this. Let's go to Matthew 28. Let's, let's start this. Matthew 28. Are you ready for study this evening? Yeah. All right. Matthew 28. You know, be open. You know, in teaching meetings, uh, one thing teaching meeting does is that a lot of people miss it. I, I used to be... I used to be... Um, I used to be very guilty of this before, but I, I thank God I, I, I kind of know it now, and I don't want you to be guilty of it. A lot of us miss it. We pray, we pray, we pray a lot, and a lot of us are waiting for spectacular moments. We are waiting for, ah, to the man of God do something. There. No, the answer to our prayer many times is in the teaching meetings. By you just being listening, by you just listening, are you getting it? By you just paying attention. Taking note that it can, it's, it's many a times is the answer to our prayers. So pay attention as we study. So how does God, so now what, what we want to study now is how does God wants his glory to fill the earth? Matthew 28. How does God want his glory to fill the earth? So re, let's do a recap now. We said the plan, Habakkuk 2 verse 14, right? The plan. Habakkuk 2 verse 14. Yes, sir. And we said you were created and born because of that plan. Yes, right? Yes, and we now said as you go in the plan, you will have encounters, right? Yes, Supernatural encounters, yes, right? Sir. And God is with you, right? Yes, All the time, yes, right? Yes, and so he's with you, using you, right? Yes, so we said God wants to partner with you, right? Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. So how does he want to do it? How does he want to partner with you? Matthew 28, verse 18. And Jesus came and said unto them, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. 20. Teaching them to do, observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Amen. So now, he's going to do this through evangelism. Somebody say evangelism. 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 Now, what is evangelism? Evangelism is simplest sense of taking the good news to the unsaved. Remember we said that in God's plan, there is the king, right? There is the kingdom and the exploit of the kingdom, right? And we say many a times we are announcing the kingdom, right? Yes. 
So evangelism, in a simpler sense, is taking the good news to the unsaved. So when we evangelize, we are taking the good news to the unsaved. So the focus of Jesus is to the lost. So that's the reason for evangelism. So when we go for evangelism, we are trying to reach the lost. So can we say we are trying to let God's glory fill the earth? Yes, Alright, look at Mark 16, verse 15. Mark 16, verse 15. I trust that this will open your hearts. And this would bring convictions to you as to what God wants us to do on it. This is as I will recommend a message for us to listen if you have the time, especially in the course of this series or in the course of this meeting. Listen, if you can listen to the cost of the course. Do you get it? If you can, probably when you are maybe during the break times and all of those things, we can just plug in cost of the cost. You understand what I'm saying in this meeting. Look at um, Mark 16 verse 15. It says, and he said to them, go into the world and preach the gospel to the creation. See, do you know that if God gives you an instruction and you do not obey, you are a disobedient child. How many of you know that? Yes, yes, sir. You know, if your father tells you to do something, your earthly father, and you do not do it, he calls you a disobedient child. How much more God? God gave us an instruction in the scriptures. And what is the instruction? Let's read this together, everybody. Mark, uh, Mark 16, verse 15. Want to ready go? That is his plan. So now, this is a part of the general plan. So now, remember, what is his, what is his plan? Habakkuk 2.14, right? That the glory of the Lord will fill the earth, right? So now, how is that going to happen? It is true evangelism by us obeying an instruction. So evangelism is looking at what is looking at the world through God's eyes. So evangelism is looking at the world through God's eyes. We are looking at the world, the entire world, through God's eyes. And doing exactly what God did. So in evangelism, we are looking at the world. We are looking at the entire world through the lenses of God. And we are doing exactly what God did. Reaching out with the hand of salvation. So evangelism is going after the ungenerated with the message of God's love. And a desire or a burning desire to see them respond. You are going with the message of God's love. You are going with the message of his sacrifice. You are going with the message that we make the plan come to pass. And with the burning desire that men will respond to the message. Look at John 3 verse 16. I'm sure you know that by now. John 3 verse 16. Let's go there. Let's just read it together for the sake of context. Let's do it. Let's do it. One, two, three, go. You know, hallelujah. You know, there was a comedy. The one guy said, for John so loved the God. <laughs> John 3, 16. Let's go. One, two, ready, go. So now, can we say, one of the ways for God's plan to come to, to pass 
is that God decided to come as a man, right? To die for our sins. So can we say God even was playing a part in his plan? Are you seeing it? So now, can we say God has done his own part by dying for man? Guys, so now, what is left for us? We are the ones that remain. So, that context that I was telling you and saying, what God does not do does not exist now. Can we say God has done everything he needed to do by dying for man? Yes, sir. See, guys, see, do you know what it means for God, who the Bible says does not sleep or slumber, does not do, does not do all of those things, deciding to come as a man and now sleeping and slumbering to the point that Peter was now telling me, Master, 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 do you know the insult? God, who created heaven and earth, who could, who, who was the one that said, let there be light, the light just appeared. Was now the one who was hungry. That was since they gave him food to eat. You know, if he hurts, he definitely will go to the toilet. So Jesus, your God, went to the toilet. So say, eh, really? Ah, yes, nah. If you eat, what next? Toilet now. <laughs> so you went to toilet. So your God went to toilet. That's why the Bible made us to understand. It says he became poor for us. That's the poor. He became poor. He became, he became like, do you know what it means? to? So it's like God, God was now sitting with me. God now became a carpenter. You know, Joseph would like say, bring me the knife. Bring me the hammer, job. He was doing this. He oh God. God had created the guy. Is the only one me? Oh, sorry, sorry, thank you, Amma. <laughs> so can we say he, he did, he rendered himself helpless just for the plan to come to pass? Are you seeing it? Yes, sir. That is what he went through. So now you know you, you have not gone through that. <laughs> You, you have not gone through a tip of it. All you are just visiting McDonald's and uh, and uh, five guys and all, you know. So he says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Look at Jude 1 verse 23. Jude 1 verse 23. Say, where's Jude? Jude and Revelation. Jude is before Revelation. Jude 23. He says, and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, eating even the garments spotted by the flesh. So, evangelism is, lead, is leading the wandering back to God. The wandering men back to God. The dying men back to God. See guys, a man who has not believed the gospel does not have a life who he is a walking dead man. Ephesians 2, verse 1 to 2. Let's go there. Let's go there quickly. I just want to branch somewhere quickly. Let's go there. Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2. Go there. Let's do that. Let's read 1, 2, 3, go. Oh, you got on there. I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you. Ephesians 2. Let's go. 1, 2, ready, go. So listen. So you were once dead somewhere. In trespasses and sin. Let's read up. Where the 
Let's read on. Let's go. Among whom also we all are in our conversation is in high times, in the loss of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh, and the mind, and when my children are So that was your nature before. But God has saved you now. So a man who has not believed the gospel, that's still his nature. First Corinthians 6 made us to understand he is a temple of idol. <laughs> he is darkness. The Bible says what communication has light has to do with darkness. A man who has not believed the gospel and is your best friend. The devil is your best friend though. <laughs> Hope you know. You, you know this person is not a Christian he's not, and he's your best friend. That's the devil. You are engaging. <laughs> it's like saying you are partnering with the devil to, to be best friending. You are best friending the devil. Go and listen to how to keep the devil far from you. I thought that's earlier this year. How to keep the devil far from you. To explain that. It will explain some of those things to you. So evangelism is leading the wandering back to God. It is lifting them out of darkness by the power of God into God's own light. So when you are preaching the gospel, you are shining God's light to them. You are bringing life to a man. It's like saying you are betting a child. It's like saying, remember Genesis 1, 28? It's like saying you are filling the earth. You are replenishing. So evangelism is leading the wandering back to God. Is lifting them out of darkness by the power of God unto God's own light. Look at in John 8 verse 12. Let's go to John 8 verse 12. John 8 verse 12. We're going to open a lot of scriptures, so be ready for it. Let's do Bible sword. Laura, let's go. John 8 verse 12. Who is there? John 8. Okay, Tony God, the accolade. Tony, Tony 1, 1, Abraham 1. In this course of this meeting, 1, 1. John 8 verse 12 and spake Jesus again unto them saying I am what he that doeth followeth me but shall have the light of life how about that for your friends how about that for your family members how about that for men on the street having the light of life through you see guys if somebody got born again through you you have a trust God is going to see the Bible says he is not forgetful to forget your labor or reward. He is going to reward you. Because you know why? You act him in fulfilling his plan. So there's going to be a reward for it at the end of the day. I don't know about you, but I want to be rewarded like that. I mean, I want to be rewarded with something in Tana, not something that when I die, everybody has forgotten. So evangelism is letting men know that internal life is available to all who believe. John 10 verse 28. And I give unto them internal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hands. Glory to God. John 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life. John 10 thing. The thief cometh not to steal but to keep to destroy he says, but I am come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Hiya. Romans 6 verse 23. The wages of sin is dead, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So evangelism is getting the unreached know that they can be reconciled to God. So when you see men on the streets, 
you are announcing a kingdom, right? Yes, you are advertising a kingdom, yes. right? Right? Yes, the plan, right? The king, his kingdom is exploit. Remember that? Yes, so, when we are preaching the gospel, when we are evangelizing, we are getting the unreached to know that they can be reconciled to God in peace and harmony. Romans 5 verse 1. It says, therefore, be not justified with God. But we do not justify by faith. We have peace with God through Christ our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 5 verse 1. Romans 5 verse 11. Let's go there. Romans 5 11. Romans 5 verse 11. Who is there? Who is there? No, I'm not giving you. Romans 5 verse 11 says, And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have received what? The atonement. Hallelujah. Romans, Ephesians 2 verse 14. It says he has become our peace. Hiya. I like that song. I can be moved like Zion. See, you are my peace. You are my peace. You are my peace. You are my peace. So yes, he is our peace. Hiya. Ephesians 2 verse 14. Let's read it together. He has made both one and have broken down the middle wall of partition between us. So evangelism is taking your place as a partner with as a partner and a co-laborer with other believers, with other believers to draw near to those who are far from God. So you are taking your part with co-laborers, with other believers to draw near with those who are far from God. You are trusting absolutely in the Holy Spirit's convincing power. So you are preaching. And listen, Jesus gave us an instruction. He gave us not just once, more than once. He says, go into the whole world and preach. So your classroom is the world. Your hostel is the world. Your friend is the world. Your environment is the world. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. He gave us an instruction. A disobedience to that instruction is a disobedience to God. So I don't know about you, but I don't want to disobey God. I want to fulfill God's plan for my life. So that is God's plan for your life. So you know what? He gave us the plan. We have the plan. Habakkuk 2 verse 14, and he gave us an instruction to carry out the plan. So can we say that is his plan for our life? Yes. Does it make sense now? Yes, so your plan, the only plan for the only plan of God for your life is to preach. To preach. To preach the gospel. Ephesians 2 verse 13. But now God, but now ye in Christ Jesus, you were sometimes we are foul. You are now made nigh by the blood of Jesus. Ephesians 2 verse 13. In Ephesians 2 17 and 18. It says, And came and preached peace to you, which we are far off, and to them that are near. For through him we both have access by one spirit. Hallelujah. Unto the Father. In John 16 verse 8. It says, When he is come. It says, When he is come, he will reprove the word of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. And verse 9, it says, of sin, if they believe not in me, in that says, of verse 10, of righteousness, because I go to my Father, and ye shall see me no more. In Ephesians 2, verse 10, it says, and you, for you are his workmanship, for we are his workmanship. 
created in Christ Jesus, which God has ordained that we should walk in them. Say, I'm his workmanship. So, evangelism is creating in that unbelieving one a consciousness and an awareness of God's divine love, leading him to accept God's assurance of fellowship. Romans 3, verse 24. Being justified freely by grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. So evangelism is God and you working together. Hallelujah. So God, so when you are preaching the gospel, God is partnering with you. God and you is working together. See, God and me me. is working together together. to make the world vitally safe. Hallelujah. He's working with you. Say he's working with me. I don't know about you, but he's working with me. So when I go out to preach, remember, I told us in the last session, verse 20 says, Lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the earth. Those that he called in in Israel, he gave them pillar of cloud. He led them always. He was always with them. So when you are preaching, just know, sometimes, all the time, God is taking, is partnering with you. It is you and God that is trying to get that person safe. When you are preaching to somebody, it is you. Just, just zero it in your mind. Ah, Lord. So the person is not saying, Lord, we cannot lose this soul. Because his plan has become yours. Who oh, will God. God's plan has become mine. I don't know about you. So, evangelism is God and you working together to make the world vitally saved. So now, how is evangelism done? How is it done? Remember I told you, it is done via what? Preaching. It's done via preaching. Evangelism is carried out via preaching. Mark 16 verse 15. Let's go there one more time. Mark 16 verse 15. He gave us an instruction. He gave his disciples, and we are automatically his disciples. Gave us an instruction, and he said, Go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth is baptized, and he that believeth, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. So he gave us an instruction. And that instruction. Jesus' instruction on how the gospel is going to be made known to the lost is what? Via preaching. So how is God going to carry out his plan on the earth? Preaching. Not via doing dance video on TikTok. Not um, um, doing Odeu. God's plan is not going to be carried out through that. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's going to be carried out through preaching. True preaching. So when we preach, the word preach in the Greek word is the word keruso, K-E-R-U-S-S-O, K-E-R-U-S-S-O, keruso in the Greek. And it implies to proclaim, to announce. Remember I told you, I said, we are announcing a kingdom, right? Right? We are announcing a kingdom. We are we are we are showing the kingdom. So when I meet an unbeliever, let's say this an unbeliever now, 
when I'm sharing the gospel with you, can that be me announcing the kingdom? Yes, sir. Can that be me sharing the kingdom? Yes, sir. All right. I think we've reached the point where the sin of one becomes the sin of all. Are you getting Do you remember that? For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. <laughs> I don't know if you can relate to, to what I'm saying. You, you, you have the experience. <laughs> I think if anybody... So let's be our brother's keeper so that God and all of us can be partnering with, <laughs> with us in this meeting. If you, if, you, if you attempt it and I catch you, we will have to continue the rest of the meeting on our feet. So God will partner with us standing. Glory to God. <laughs> so we have reached that point where if you... <laughs> if you just... The whole church will suffer. So if you don't want... The innocent, somebody, I saw in somebody's mind now. They say, ah, I don't care. <laughs> if you don't want the whole church to suffer your sin, and you don't want to be used as a message to the whole world, a message to the whole world. You know, like I told you, Abraham now, they are hiding here in his name in, in several old places. <laughs> All right, I'm just, I'm just telling us, but I'm not just joking. <laughs> Alright, so preach. Don't worry, we have a couple of minis and we'll be out of here. <laughs> if you don't know what you hear, though, I mean, I, I'm here. You should hear God. Hallelujah. I mean, we'll just have a couple of minis. Your own couple of minis might be different from mine. <laughs> the Bible says a day in the Lord is like a thousand years, right? Exactly. Glory to God. <laughs> Alright. So we say preach is from the Greek word keruso, and it implies to proclaim, to announce. So in evangelism, we are announcing, we are proclaiming to the unsaved the gospel. Hallelujah. We are announcing, we are proclaiming to the unsaved the gospel of Christ. So in evangelism, there is a definite approach in fulfilling the tax. There is a definite approach in fulfilling the tax. It is by preaching. It is by preaching. By preaching. It is not by... It is, see, evangelism is not subject to human ideologies. A lot of people like to... And I want everybody to pay attention. I'm trying to train us and teach us on certain things. A lot of people are trying to... All in the name of... Let's reach the world. Let's reach the world. Let's reach the world. They now come, com, com, they now so many things together. They will do motivation. See, there's a message and there's a message you acquire to retire, the desire to retire, to perspire and to retire, and then you now go to empire. It has not saved a soul, and it's not going to save one. You know, there's some good preachers. You know, you know, they have good homiletics. They can preach you to to heaven and hell. Anyway, <coughs> they, they have good. Brethren, you know, from the from the mysterious to the gates. Ah, you you would say with ah, ah, wrong ah, 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 what's up? <laughs> you know, you know, say, ah, they don't. You you be carried away. They, they, you know, 
now we are in the days of Instagram to um, reels. So they just they don't do they'll do soundtrack underneath. <laughs> doom. And the preacher was just telling you. So from the mystery, and there's always a mystery. <laughs> ah, have you suffered those words? There's always a I mean I mean before I before I got serious with Jesus, I'll, sometimes I go silently, ah. When am I going to understand all the mystery? The mystery of the open door, the mystery of mercy, the mystery of blessing, the mystery of favor. Ah, ah. So when will I open all the doors? They say there's a key to open door, there's a key to which what if the key stop working? <laughs> you know? So that is not a, that is not to get that does not get any man saved though. Eh, you know, there's some people do motivation, they will even bring Different things from the pulpit. They just say, ah, this, oh, ah. <laughs> you just be wondering, ah, ah, pastor, oh, boo, boo, ah. But see, that human ideology, those things does not get people saved. A lot of people today did not hear the gospel. That's why we repeat it a lot in church. It is about the death, the burial. So that if you have not been saved before, by the time you hear it again in church, you will not be saved. It's about the death, the burial, the resurrection of Christ. Anything outside that. If they tell you, come out for academic success, if you want Jesus to, to, to bless you so that you pass your exam, you'll be saved. Come out. You are not saved though. You only came out to pass your exam. If why you came out was so that you will not go to hell, you only came out because you were fearful. You were not still saved. You know, a lot of you got born and say, ah, they told you, that fire. Gnashing of teeth. The, the one that, that's the one that me, I heard. They said there will be a gnashing of teeth. So, interestingly, they, and there was one boxer at that period who boxed somebody and the teeth came out or something. I can't remember. <laughs> the, and this was Mohammed Ali and Thais. I, I can't remember. The, that was many years ago. So, they just say, you know how that person gnashes teeth? They say, your own teeth in the fire, one skin like this. You know, sometimes I even use it on actually these days. Anybody that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say I'm going for actually, I'm going to do it. Oh, when you are, will you? There's fire. So at least, you, when you, at least when you shall get saved, you shall hear the death, the burial, and the resurrection. I'm just joking. Don't use it too. <laughs> but sometimes you don't be putting the heart. Brother, you're on the journey to it. And you are still hugging. You know, and they used, to, they used to have fine speech. Your, your journey to hell fire. And they, you know, I just don't understand why ah hey. <laughs> <laughs> We are trying to help you. <laughs> you are trying to you know uh, the way you guys are trying to do your things, I just can't relate. <laughs> you can't relate to life. You are in debt, you can't relate. <laughs> I pity you. So there are certain things that are the gospel and not the gospel. Drama. You know, when we were younger, there was one drama they they did. They said, I will never forget when for one provincial meeting. Me and Soji. <laughs> they just off the light. All of us. So it was, we did not even know there was drama time. We just saw that the whole church light was off. Ah, what was happening? Everybody shouted, hey! No, they started the drama. I have forgotten the story. I don't want to forget the story. So it is drama time. This other. So they now set the church like a church setting. They know how the church setting and drama and all of those things. So as they set it as a church setting and, and all of those things, they just said, so they just off the light suddenly. It was just like clothing thoughts like a fire. <laughs> so they just off the light suddenly. What happened? Then they now on the light back. So suddenly people have disappeared. 
from the from the church. So they now say, ah, Jesus has come. The rapture has happened. You know, there's no rod like rapture in the Bible. Wherever that thing came from, we studied some some days to come. Don't worry. There's no word like rapture in the Bible. Anyway, let's continue. Now, so they just woke up one morning. So they just say, ah, Jesus is this. Jesus is that. Oh, Jesus has come. He has taken the old church. Ah, we've missed it. This and that. So a sister just walked in. She said, I went to pick a phone call. Ah, so <laughs> Jesus did not come and pick you. Then I say, so after the after the natural ended it, then I said, brethren, where do you want to be? <laughs> Who will not be saved? <laughs> Wallah, even if you were saved before, you will be saved. You will be saved. Because you will just imagine, uh-uh. <laughs> See how these people were shocked. I don't want to miss it. That's not the gospel. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? That's not the gospel. The gospel is a message. The message of how God came. Do you know what it means for God to come and die for man? And we are talking about it lessly. Abi, is there in English like that? Manage it. I called, I, I created it. <laughs> and we are talking about it lessly. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Glory meeting 2022. The way was created. Lessly. Whatever. So now we so imagine. That is, you know, you know, some people too, they do spoken word. That's the one that used to annoy me the most. I mean, I like it, I can do it. But I cannot do it for to preach. You say, you know, from the girl to the this to the that. <laughs> from the girl to the this to the that. To the east to the north to the west. And the sunset is the sunset, right? And they don't go like, ah. Then I say, brethren, do you want to be saved? Say where? How did that get a soul saved? So is it? It touched me. So, this is what that pain me the most. There was one sister. She used to be in our ministry then. Some of you know her. She said, she told me, said, when I dance, the spirit moves. And men get saved. I said, ah. So, and I said, where exactly did the spirit move? Is it the shaking the body? <laughs> so, they do this. They said it is called praise dance. So, they will play a song. They will oh, sinner. So interestingly, I went for one of the meetings. I don't know where my leg is to go to this kind of place. I don't, I don't know. So I went for one of the sessions. She said, you see, people will be saved today. I said, eh? I said, I want to see who want to be saved. So me too, I went. So they played this song. Oh, soon, oh. So they just oh, soon, soon. I said, so after they now finish in that park, they just say, brethren, this is just a story to tell you that you can be saved. People, <laughs> you know what we used to go to now? Every year, day. <laughs> Every year, they used to carry us to work. We used to go like Sandy. We just, we don't fuck ourselves, we'll be going. Oh, they would just do it. They would dance for hours, dance for hours. <laughs> After the dancing, they just say, Brethren, the story of this dance. I don't know that dancing is going to have stories. <laughs> they say, so the way they shake their bodies there. It's just to typify. Ah. <laughs> they are doing like cross reference of the Bible. <laughs> it's just to typify that this and that and that. I suppose I believe. Oh Lord Jesus. <laughs> That's not the gospel. <laughs> are you? That is not how God's glory will feed the earth. 
<laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? That's not how God's glory be feed the earth, though. So you cannot combobulate the, <laughs> the gospel to human ideologies, to spoken word, to poetry. As I just rose up in the sun, as I see the sun set in the east and the sun set in the west, so my heart rise in the moon. As the moon set, I see it. And I see the sun shining. As the sun shines, oh, my shoes shine too. <laughs> the one that used to pay me the most eh, is comedy. That's the one that pays me the most. So see, this gospel comedy. Say, what kind of, what genre of comedy do you do? I'm a gospel comedian. How do you do your gospel? You know what they'll say? They say, now so the demon can't run out of That's all. So they'll make just of church things, make just of holy things, make just of a preacher that the head of the preacher is too big. This and that and that. So I say, brethren, the end result is, do you want to be saved? That's not gospel. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, <laughs> That's not gospel. That's not the message. Are you hearing me? Yes, God, that is why it seems like there's a lot of churches. There's a lot of preachers. But we are not seeing the impact. Because many people are not preaching the gospel. Are you seeing it? The gospel is how that Christ died. Ah! Do you know what it means for Christ to die? Was buried. And by himself, God raised him from the dead. Glory to God. Glory to God. It has never happened that it is not Nicolas Po. Rise. No. That's not. <laughs> that is not sorrow. No. This is power. God raised Jesus from the day. On the third day, he opened his eyes. That's power. That's the message you are preaching. That is what will make the glory of God permeate the entire earth. So we must not pervert it. You must not in the name of wanting to, to be over ambitious for the glory. Now do something wrong. You know, I don't blame those people. They are just ambitious, but they need to learn. They need to learn this thing. So we must not pervert this. In evangelism, there is a definite approach to it. It is by preaching. So, don't subject it to human ideologies, drama, comedy, all of those things, skits. Don't subject it to that. It is by preaching. Isaiah 61 verse 1 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach the glad tidings. Remember, we studied glad tidings, right? To preach the bazaar, the kingdom, the message of the kingdom unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the broken hearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of hearts to the priests. So he has sent us to proclaim that. So and that word proclaim in Luke 4 verse, in Luke 4 verse 18, that word proclaim means to announce. Jesus retreated it again. Luke 4 verse 18. Luke 4 verse 18. I'm trying to, I'm trying to hurry up so that we can finish this section on time. 
Luke 4 verse 18, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind. And said, I liberate them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the, of the Lord. He has sent us to do that. So Jesus has found that he has also been sent to announce. So Jesus came on the earth to also preach and announce his own kingdom. That's why he wasn't staying somewhere and told me, I am Jesus, I'm just Jesus, I'm just Jesus. Alright, everybody in the world was bringing his problem to him. And all. No, he got on the street also. God went on the street to announce his own kingdom. If God walked on this street to preach his own news, how about you? How about you? How about you? He got on the street himself. So Jesus affirmed that he has been sent to announce deliverance to the captive. The acceptable year of the Lord. So in the earthly ministry of Jesus, Jesus preached. Look at Matthew 4 verse 17. Look at it. Matthew 4 verse 17. Matthew 4 verse 17. Matthew 4 verse 17. Glory to God. Matthew 4 verse 17. So the earth is going to be filled with his glory. It's going to happen in in my lifetime. Mm, It's going to. Matthew 4 verse 17. From that time, Jesus began to do what? No, you're not seeing it. Matthew 4, verse 17. Everybody, want to ready go. So was he announcing his kingdom? Was he declaring his kingdom? Was he proclaiming his kingdom? He himself was doing it. Mark 1, verse 38. Are you there? Mark 1, 38. Who is there? 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 Mark 1 verse 8. Ah, favor. 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 Ah, favor. You have not opened it. No, no. no. Uh, nobody. Mark, Mark, Mark 1 verse 38. Well, let's want to ready go. So Jesus did what? Jesus preached. Jesus preached. He also sent his disciples to preach. Matthew 10 verse 7. Matthew 10, verse 7. Ah, yeah, they got this one. Matthew 10, verse 7. All right, let's go. So, to announce the kingdom, right? To, so, he, he preached, he told his disciples. So, now listen. What will make God himself preach? To let you know that this thing is important. What will make God come down as a man? Guys, I don't know if you are thinking. Guys, are you thinking? Yes, sir. What could make God come down as a man and got on the street? The earth he created, I started talking to human beings, he created himself. I started saying, ah, guys. What could make him do that? Is to let you know that this thing is his plan. This is his plan. This is his mission. So when he ordained his disciples to do it, you know the disciples could not fault it because they they saw that this thing was passionate in Jesus's heart. Are you seeing it? So look at Mark three verse fourteen. Look at what happened in Mark three fourteen. Uh huh. Oh, oh. <laughs> Mark three verse fourteen. He says, "Let's read it together, everybody." 
No, we are eating like we are sleepy. No, ah, it's like ah, it's like it's like all of us have sinned. The way we read it, it seemed like we have sinned. So let's stand up in Jesus' name. As we partner with God in Christ, <laughs> as we partner with God to fulfill His mission and purpose on it, let's let's stand up in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So that we can read it like a Christian. Hallelujah! You see, the glory of God is filling you as you stood up. You see, all right. Mark three verse fourteen. One, two, ready, go. See, you see, you read it like a Christian. It's, it's because the glory of God is working. So let's let's let, we can even start to hear the word like this. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Ah, this is good, right? We know we can be like this for the next one hour. <laughs> All right, let's be seated. Praise the Ah, I thought you would pay the test. Ah, ah shy, shy. Luke 9 verse 2. <laughs> Luke 9 verse 2. No, Chavaka Luke 9 verse 2. Let's read it together. Oh, you said it before. I was sorry. Alright, one, two, ready, go. Ah, we did not read it like a Christian. Let's stand up back. Let's stand up back. Let's stand up back. Let's stand over. You will see that the way you read it is <laughs> going to be different. All right. Look now, verse 2. Look, one, two, ready, go. And he said them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Do you see that you read it like a Christian? All right, but let's read the next one. So look at Acts 4, verse 2. Acts 4, verse 2. Who is there? Acts 4, verse 2. All right, one, two, ready, go. So the preach the resurrection from the dead. So Jesus preached, the disciples preached. They preached through the gospel. Look at Acts 8, verse 5. Acts 8, verse 5. One, two, ready, go. Oh. Oh, it's like we're going to stand for a long time. All right, one, two, ready, go. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. He preached Christ to them. <coughs> Did he preach, acquire to desire to, require to mother? No, no, no. That does not save anybody. Eh, Jesus will give you a good life. You, let's, let's be sincere. Do you? Are you not struggling to pay a bill? Do you have a good life? <laughs> are you not getting what I'm saying? If he's giving if he's giving people good life, do you have cars? Do you have Tesla? If he's sure you die, that you have Tesla, come out. <laughs> are you seeing it? <laughs> so you see that the highest of the good life you have is iPhone 14. And the one and the iPhone 14 and the iPhone 14 says some of you say you bought it on sale. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? So he did not promise anybody good life. Are you getting me? So don't go and preach a gospel. Ah, you know, if you just believe in Jesus, ah, things will just be better for you. How many things have been better for you since? Are <laughs> you getting what I'm saying? Did you, since you believe in Jesus, have you passed all your exam? Don't read. Maybe you don't, maybe you don't fail. Whoa, <laughs> you're F9. <laughs> <laughs> So it, that is not the message. Are you seeing it? Yes, so the message cannot be how you will pass your exam, how you will give you good life, how you will give you money. If you sure you die, 
come and give me one million dollars now. If you sh- if he show you that ah God has blessed you now, like come forward. <laughs> if you have one million dollars, it's not credit card though. <laughs> are you seeing it, guys? Are you seeing it? And are you not born again? No, you're not sounding. Are you born again? Yes, sir. Exactly. So that is not the plan. <laughs> are you seeing it? Yes, so it didn't make you born again so it will give you good life. But will you have a good life? Obviously, yes, you will. But that's not the plan. Are you seeing it? Yes, that's not the plan. That's not the plan. You know, when we when we're in secondary school, I like high school, I would say. We sometimes we used to like it when people when they tell us to stand. You know why? It's an opportunity to sleep again. <laughs> Some people have skills. <laughs> so they just not to. It's like there's a way to position your leg. I mean, maybe I should not teach you. There's a way to position your leg. You don't position the leg, and you know. So you know you can sleep in early. Your eyes is open, but you are gone. <laughs> That's the realm of sleep that he would he would Jonah does not understand. <laughs> You know, you just open your eyes, you look at a picture like this, are you? <laughs> are you? Do you dream? You're already dreaming. God. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, let's see if we can read one more before we, before we can, if God can allow us to see now. Maybe God will. All right, look at at 9 verse 20. <laughs> all right, all right, let's go. He says, and straight away, so he preached Christ in the synagogues. He preached Christ in where? The synagogue. Look at Acts 14, verse 7. And All right, let's read together. And there they, 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 they preached the gospel. And there they did what? Preached the gospel. They preached the gospel. They preach the gospel. All right, let's be seated. Thank you. All right. They preach the gospel. So Paul affirmed that they preach the gospel. So what is the gospel? First Corinthians 15, verse 1 to 3. First Corinthians 15, verse 1 to 3. All right, let's read it together. I want to ready go. It did not take long for you people to backslide. Let's be on our feet again. <laughs> First Corinthians one. It, it, it's not too. You put you people can, but this is what happened in Egypt. <laughs> it did not take long for you people to just. Look, yeah. First Corinthians fifteen verse one. Ah, it's like what to stand for long. One, two, ready, go. So now see. He says, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which also you receive wherein ye stand. Look at it in verse 2. Let's read on. By which also ye are saved, if ye remember what I preach unto you, unless ye So now, what did he preach to them? Look at verse 3, very key. Let's read on. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Verse 4. And I was buried, and I rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. According to the scriptures. That is the gospel. How that he died, how that he was buried, and he rose again according to the scriptures. So now let me tell you something. Preaching the gospel does not appeal to common sense. I'll say it again. Preaching the gospel does not appeal to common sense. 
Now, do you know that on a norm, if we are to if we are to not if we are to use normal intelligence now, I just come and tell you, ah, do you know that Christ died for you and was buried and rose again? You just wonder. Yeah, so it doesn't make sense. But if I tell you, um, we're gonna praise God. Oh, you're gonna like it, right? Because that's gonna to appeal to your emotions. And that's what a lot of people do. They use comedy skits, do all of those things, drama, do all of those things to preach. But that is not what gets a man saved. He has ordained a means, and that means he's preaching. He did not do drama. See, I did a Greek course. Sit down, let me see. Thank you. Thank you. I did a Greek course, and I, and I, and I studied the, the times of Jesus around the period. There were strong entertainment times in the place. It wasn't as though that time wasn't as archaic as you think. A lot of things were going on. In fact, it was believed that there's a way they do entertainment. You know, like how we have amphitheaters today, where we go to cinema and all of those things. It has actually been for me time memorial. So they gather like in an amphitheater, sit down together, and they watch certain things. It has been like that since Jesus' time. But Jesus did not use that method. <coughs> Why did Jesus not get up and go to the amphitheater and say, Guys, all the disciples say, Peter just had, I'm a preacher man. <laughs> you, know? you, you know? Why did they not do such a thing? So, preaching the gospel does not appeal to common sense. It does not appeal to the senses of the intelligence. That's why Paul, Paul... Paul describing as it is foolishness. Look at 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18. As I round up now, hallelujah. I'm rounding up. Finally, right? Finally. Finally, my brethren. You know when he says we are rounding up? You know Jesus said, be you that come quickly. And for 2,000 years he has not come. So... <laughs> so, so if he says he's coming quickly and I say I'm rounding up and I want to be like Jesus so <laughs> you can gauge it yourself <laughs> I'm just joking I'm not joking alright 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18 it says for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish what? foolishness but to us that are saved hiya it is what? The power of God. It is the power of God. It is the power of God. Because it is only the power of God that saves. So the word foolishness there in that verse was used as a figure of speech. It implies that when the gospel is preached, some laugh at it. Some mock it. That's why some people will tell you, it doesn't make sense to me. Some mock it. Some laugh at it. And they'll just tell you that how can somebody be saved by just believing the gospel? How do you mean I would just be saved? So you just mean Jesus died, Jesus was buried, Jesus rose again and you believe it, that's it? Imagine, I, there was somebody I was preaching to, he said, um, so you mean if I believe the story, that's all? I said, yeah, that's all. God doesn't want more from you. You know, I tell people, I say, we don't, I don't want your money. I don't want your car. I don't want anything from you. Just be saved. That's all. That's all. So, 
there's a there's a there's an evil mindset that comes to us, and I want to correct it with us in this in this in this section. Some of us we think we are disturbing people. If God came down as a man to disturb people, why can't you disturb people? That's an only disturbance. If there's a word for that, so say, ah, I'm just why well, let's leave them. We are disturbing them. But you know, when people are doing social experiments, they, they come to you and ask you questions and say, what do you think about this? And you respond. You don't count that one as disturbing people. They ask you, what do you think? There's even a democracy wars in school. They ask you, what's your opinion? You, just, you, you put your opinion somewhere and you write it down. Some people come and ask you, what do you think about the food that they are sharing in the dining? Should they change it? You say, I think, I, I don't like Chick-fil-A. I want Panda Express. Let's put Panda Express in school. They did not disturb you. You are not disturbing anybody. This is what God has called us to do. See, let me tell you something. If it is, see, let me tell you. If there was not, if the government or the devil doesn't know that there was something about this, eh, it won't, it won't make people be furious. You know, there are some organizations and certain places where you cannot stop people to preach. They'll tell you, you are soliciting, you are doing this and that. It is because they know. But you can stop people to do social experiments. You can stop people to ask people questions. You can stop people to say, please, can you, I'm, I'm lost, can you show me the way? You can stop people to do that one. And you cannot stop people to preach. No. Ah. That is how the plan will be carried out. It is an interruption into our lives. Abraham was on his own. On his own. God just said, leave your father's house unto the land where I will show you. And he obeyed God. Abraham was on his own. Moses ran away for 40 years. He just saw the burning bush. An interruption into his life. He just saw a burning bush. Straight. So I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Are you seeing the disciples? Peter, James, and John were fishing. Jesus doesn't say, You no longer have to call fishers of men. You know, you're catching fishes again. You don't have to call fishers of men. And they, follow, they dropped their net and followed Jesus. Matthew was a task collector. You know what task collector means? IRS. <laughs> <laughs> and he became a preacher. Are you seeing it? And he, so the gospel is an interruption. So many a times, so we've been seeing stories of men, right? Guys? Now, so many a times when you stop people to preach, you are cause that is God causing an interruption again to their life. That is God. So instead of them to see a burning bush, remember God told us he's with us. Instead of going to see a burning bush like Moses. They are seeing you and they are seeing God. That's the glory of God. Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. God. That's the glory of God. So, when you stop people and preach to them, it is like how God interrupted the schedule of Abraham. It is how God interrupted the schedule of of Noah. Do you know what Noah was doing? Noah just started building an ark. 
That wasn't in his plan before. But that was an interruption. God wants to cause a lot of interruptions in the life of people. And he's going to do it through you. Hallelujah. God. He's going to. So, the burning bush that Moses saw, they are seeing it in you. Because the glory of God is in you. Say the glory of God is in you. The glory of God is in you. Remember I said, the God is partnering with you to get that man saved. God is working with you to get that man saved. So a whole lot is working in you. More than what your eyes can see. Hallelujah. A whole lot is working in you. More than what an x-ray machine can see. God is working in you. Hallelujah. God is working in you. So when you appear before that sinner, see, let me tell you, what we stand against him on the judgment day is your face. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's your face. That is God coming to him. That is God in man coming to him. I told you, God cannot come down to preach again. So he is going to use you to do it. And how will he do it? He will make you cause an interruption. So that's coming from Hey, sister, hey, sister, that's God. That's like how God did it for Abraham. From nowhere, we just saw Adam. From nowhere, Adam's dread, Adam had a vision. He was created. From nowhere, Cain and Abel. From nowhere, we just saw Enoch. Uh, Enoch. The Bible says Enoch walked with God. Noah was just on his own. God just called him to multiply and everything. He just had a building ark. Abraham, he was just in his father's house. The Lord said, leave your father's house and go to the land where I will call you. Interruptions into their life. Moses did not want to do it. Moses ran away for 40 years. God just came himself and said, I'm the God of Abraham. I said, you cannot run away. <laughs> Are you seeing it? That is how he causes interruptions in people's life. You know what he now did in the four Gospels? He knew he was to preach. He grew. The Bible says in Luke 4, it says that Jesus grew in wisdom, in knowledge, and the statue with God and man. So he knew it. He knew his assignment. He knew his assignment. So he was walking around, picking disciples. He met Matthew, a task collector. He was doing his own job. Look at, look at another story of Zacchaeus. You know, Zacchaeus was on the tree. Come down. We are going to your house. Today salvation comes. Well, like Zacchaeus was changed. You know, everybody was blaming him that why would you go to Zacchaeus' house? Everybody was blaming him. Why would you go to Zacchaeus' house? Why would you go to Zacchaeus' house? This person that has disturbed us, collected our money, all of those things. Why would you go to his house? But that's how God causes interruption with people. So don't have, don't let that evil devil make you think you are disturbing people's life. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. It is a thought of the devil to think, hey, I should not, I don't want to disturb them. Ah, God wants to disturb them. Ah, God wants to disturb people. That is how they want to see God. So when you, when you appear in front of an unbeliever, the unbeliever is seeing God. Because the glory of God is in you. God is partnering with you to carry out his purpose. God is partnering with you to carry out his plan. So he's using you. Say he's using me. He's using, me. He's using you. So when you tell the person, can I have a word with you? Yeah, my name, Jesus died. Jesus died. The person is hearing God. The person is hearing what Abraham heard. Take your back. And go to the land where I will show you. 
is hearing what Moses heard. I am the God of I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He told him to go to Pharaoh and tell them to let his people go. That's what they are hearing. He's hearing what the disciples said. Paul, Paul, Paul. Look at Paul on his way to kill Christians. Guys, on his way to kill Christians. You don't get it. And God decided that he's that one he will use. He just appeared. I am Paul. I am the Lord Jesus who you persecute. Is it? No, look at, look at what Jesus told you. He said, I am the Lord Jesus who you persecute. Was he persecuting Jesus physically? Yes, sir. Who was he persecuting? The church. the church. So who is the church? Jesus. He says, I am the Lord Jesus who you persecute. And from that, Paul changed. Paul became the great apostle of Jesus. Interruptions in people's life. It is the devil that is telling you you are disturbing somebody. You. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. You are not disturbing anybody. Yes, sir. So when you stop people, stop thinking, hey, ha, I'm disturbing. You are not disturbing. Yes. Say, I'm not disturbing I'm anybody. Not disturbing. That is God. That is how God wants to do it. He wants to cause interruption. That is, men are going in this direction before. They are going into hell. He just told them, ah! This way. That is how God wants to carry out the plan. And he's going to do it. Ah, he's going to do it. Ah, he's going to do it. He's going to do it through you. The boldness has come. The boldness has come. Say, boldness has come. Boldness has come. Say, I am bold. Hallelujah. I am bold. Be on your feet. Be on your feet. Don't worry. Say I am bold. Say I am bold. See, you can't be, you can't be fearful. You can't be fearful. You can't be a fearful Christian. I, I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to. I don't want to talk to them. See, listen. Do you know what it means? Guys, listen. Do you know what it means? <coughs> that God is using your voice, using your face to show a Christian, to show an alms, to show a sinner. See, let me tell you. All those sinners that used to say, I want to see God, I want to see God, I want to see God. They've seen you. They've seen God. They just did not know. They are waiting for something spectacular. They've seen God. Who is with you? Matthew 28, verse 20. And lo, I'm with you always, Abby. Yes, so God is with you, Abby. Yes, so when you are preaching, he's with you. Yes, he's partnering with you to do the work. Yes, so when you are talking to that sinner, who is talking? God. So you are not disturbing anybody. God wants to disturb more lives. See, let me tell you. Me, how did I get saved? Somebody to disturb my own life. Are you getting me? There was just an interruption. Something just happened, something just happened. I shall go see. And my entire life, I'm preaching today. See, Walai, see, listen. See, listen. Walai, I'm not supposed to be a preacher. If they say bad things that somebody has done, I've done it all. But preacher, what is the bad thing you want to mention? Are you getting what I'm saying? But somebody interrupted my own life and I heard God. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Somebody also has interrupted your own life. That is God. That is you seeing God. That is God in the flesh. So, you know, he came there as a man and men couldn't recognize him as God. In fact, Mark 6, he said he could not do any miracle because people did not see him. That is exactly how we are walking today on the earth and men are not seeing God. Are you notice? Are you, are you seeing it? That is exactly what is still going on. God is on the earth walking today, but men cannot recognize it. And he's walking through you. Say, so I am bold. I am bold. The spirit of boldness is in this section. Every area of timidity. We cast it out. Timidity is gone. Timidity is gone. The fear is gone. Timidity 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 is gone. Boldness has come. Boldness has come. Boldness has come. Boldness has come. I am bold. I am bold. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You that's you're that's um fearful. That shine, the shyness is gone. Amen. You are going to keep preaching till you die. Mm. The fear is gone. The timidity is gone. The boldness has come. Boldness has come. Boldness has come. And you see, when, when words comes like this, you don't now switch and start using your mouth to say, I cannot do it. I cannot be. I'm now shy. I'm bold. No, you cannot. You cannot be using those kind of utterances again in your lips. Because God's word has come to us this evening. If I could not even finish what I was trying to share, because I just I just knew there was God's chain our heart in this direction. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, so don't use your mouth to say, ah, this uh, uh, no. It has changed. Something has changed about you this meeting. And you are bold. I am bold. See, let me tell you the truth. When men see you, when you get, now see, when you get to your workplace, is it that God is, now let me tell you the difference between this. When you are in school, you are in class, men are, men are not seeing God. Though. Men are seeing you. It is when you decide to carry out his mission, men are seeing God. Are you seeing the difference? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's the difference. That's why Abraham cannot go and marry Hagar and do whatever he wants to do. I'm not saying you gotta do whatever you want to do, you ain't devil. <laughs> but listen, it's to let you know when you get on that field to do his work, ah, you don't understand. It's a serious business. The only thing God is serious about on this earth is not how you will get a car, you will get buy a house, how you will do that, you will get a job. God is not interested in that. God is interested in how the entire head will be seen. If you caught God's mind today, the Bible made us to understand in 1 Timothy 2, it says the will of God is that all men will be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. That is his plan. So when you are going out to preach, 
they are seeing God's glory. They are seeing that cloud. So men are having supernatural encounters with you. That is why you can heal the sick. That's why you can minister to them. That is why they can be words of knowledge, words of wisdom. That's why you can see visions with their life. Are you seeing these guys? So that shows when you meet people, you can listen. When you meet people, there can be a spectacular sign. You can leave them, you can just talk to them and say, Oh God, there's, there's something about you, and you're just seeing something. Are you getting what I'm saying? Interruptions. Interruptions. I believe God wants to create a lot of interruptions in people's lives, especially white people. Yes, White. They are coming to the to the knowledge of the gospel. Those ones that seem to have run away are coming back. Those who you have preached to before that seem as though they are difficult, they are coming back. They are coming back. They are coming back. They are coming back. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. Secrecy in our When men see us, they see the glory of God. Say the glory of God is in me. The glory of God is in me. Thank you, Lord. So when men have encounters with you, they are having encounters with God. So when you meet men on outreach field, you are having, they are having their own encounter. You, you have had yours. But you know the beauty about it is that we have a ceaseless flow of God's spirit as a new creation. We are open to it all the time. But because they are unbelievers, they are going to experience it supernaturally. And how is that going to be done? Preaching. That's God's wisdom. That's the method God has chosen to use. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, so are we are bold. Say I'm bold. I'm bold. I'm bold. I'm bold. I'm bold. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That fear is gone. Yes, sir. That fear is gone. Yes, sir. Uh, that fear is gone. Yes, sir. That fear is gone. Mm. That fear is gone. Mm. Thank you, Lord. That fear is gone. Yes, That fear is gone. Yes. That fear is gone. Yes. You know, we, we, we can see God's, we can see what God is doing with his power here. You know, we, 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 we can yield to God's spirit and minister to one another. And speak to your friend. Hold on. Before you do you listen to what I'm about to tell you. You're going to hold somebody beside your hand. And say, you are bold now. Are you getting it? Hold on. Hold on. We're going to do it. Now, that's because I want you to know that God is using you. So, he's going to use you now. To minister boldness to your friend. To the person sitting beside you. So, you're going to pick one person on the hand. You just pick the person's hand like this. And say, you are bold now. So both of you are going to talk and you're going to see the power of God work. Now, you know what? why he's going to do this? is because he's, already, he's using you and he wants to show you now in this session that he's using you. 
So you are going to minister boldness to somebody. Are you getting me? Yes. All right, let's do that quickly. Now you're going to speak. Now that's the gifts of faith working. We are speaking to one another and saying, You are bold now. You are bold. You are bold. Say it one more time. Say you are bold now. Boldness has come. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So say, I'm not shy. I'm not shy. I can interrupt people's lives. I can interrupt people's lives. Yes, that's what God wants. That's His plan. That is His plan. Are you seeing it? So is that evil thought gone? Yes, yes sir. sir. There's somebody in this area who had that evil thought. This area. That, ah, I think I'm just disturbing people. Who, who, who among you, you had that thought before in this area? Oh, is that you? Or, so, this is, it's gone. It's gone. It's the, it's the devil whispering to you. That's it. Is it? Hmm. Hmm. I don't, I don't want to tell you. We are going to cause a lot of trouble. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ah. Ah. Whoa. The people of old did it. Why are we not to do it? See, they put our name on black book. And see, these people are banned from preaching in the United States. They will not stop. And they cannot. Are you hearing me? We are going to cause interruptions in people's life. And men are going to respond. The harvest is here. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. I see, I see multiples. Yes. Multiples of men around you. Yes. Because the Lord has called you to teach. The Lord has called you to teach. Multitudes of men. I see them surround you. The Lord has called you to teach. It's going to be like a reawakening in your in your lo- ministry location. It will be like where are all these men before? It will be like ah where are all these men before? And they are just resetting, they are just resetting. It's the power of God working. The power of God all over. The glory of God all over. The glory of God all over. The glory of God all over. over. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. Oh, we bless you. We all know you, Jesus. Let's just worship the name of the Lord. Be on your feet. Let's worship him and thank him.